Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the eighth episode in season one of the Nano Bookcast. Season one just sounds like you're going to hear my voice for a lot longer, which is exactly the intention I have here. Also, welcome back to the second episode of August. And guess what this one is about? Just guess. It's about controversial opinions related to reading. And yes, I do realize that the title gave away the topic of the podcast, but let's just go with it. Since I read so much, I, like any other hobbyist, talk about reading a lot too. In fact, let this bookcast be exhibits A through Z of that very fact. So of course, I've heard others express opinions on reading and have expressed a few opinions myself as well. So here are the more controversial ones and my opinion on those opinions, if that makes sense. And with that very confusing last sentence, ladies and gentlemen, the opinions. Hello, this is Nana from the future. Hi, friends. I now realize as I'm editing the podcast that some of you may have contrasting opinions to the ones I hold. Please know that I still love you and I hope that you still care for me as well. And on that note, goodbye. So let's start off with opinion number one. Listening to an audiobook isn't actually reading. While the statement is literally true, I also agree with the principle behind the statement. If you're listening to an audiobook, you're usually doing that while multitasking. You're doing the dishes, the laundry, or you're like on your commute. And are you really listening to the content in that case? Are you really absorbing the content? I'm not. I usually have to either like I fall asleep and I have to rewind a bit or I have to like go find a physical piece of paper and make a note somewhere. And for that reason, I don't think listening to an audiobook counts as reading. And I know a lot of people I know do that. So sorry, not sorry. Let's go on to opinion number two really quickly so I can piss off more people. There's no point in reading nonfiction since it goes out of date. Well, then there's no point looking at a live article or the election results while the results are being counted. Is there, Chad? But we all do it. Books that are frozen in time or books that have a context about a topic at a specific time are a great way of understanding history and perspective at that specific time. The fact that books are longer in length also allow the author to express added context in a way that articles don't. And so it's always good to go and read the added detail um, that you wouldn't be able to get if you were just reading an article about the topic. So yeah, there is always a point in reading nonfiction on any topic. Opinion number three, there's no point reading fiction since you don't learn anything. Well, this is just wrong on multiple counts. You think people can just write believable fiction without it being grounded in reality? Fiction is, is, has a lot of research that goes into it, right? You have to research the context about where this book is being placed or like what time period it's being situated in. And all of this research it needs to be done to make it believable, which means that there is some truth to it as well. Or there's the other case where fiction acts as inspiration for the kind of world we want to live in. And in which case it acts as inspiration for innovators. And it's it's a way of thinking about the future that is worth striving for. In fact, like since I am based in the Bay Area, many technologists actually credit fiction writers 
as their inspiration for what they want to, you know, achieve in the long term or what they want to achieve in the now even. So absolutely, there's there's a point in reading fiction because it helps you understand the context of the society we're in or the context of the society that people are inspiring to become. Opinion number four, books are better than the movies based on them. Now, this is a hard one. Books and their length allow authors to express ideas in more detail than a one and a half hour long movie allows the director to or the screenwriter to. So I do think that they're richer than the movies that are based on them. Also, the fact that you as a reader are forced to use your imagination allows for a much richer experience. However, I have also seen movies that are comparable to the books that have been written on that same topic or the books that have inspired the movies. This is especially true if the author of the book played a part in the movie creation. So examples here are To All the Boys I've Loved Before, that YA series, as well as the Crazy Rich Asians movie. Continuing from the previous opinion, here's opinion number five. Sequels always suck. See, I disagree with this one. Usually if I pick up a sequel of a book, I've already, uh, of a book that I've already read, it means I enjoyed the original or the first book in that series. And I wanted to dive deeper into the world of the characters. This means that I'll probably learn more about their flaws and the characters will make decisions that I'm not likely to agree with. Does this make the sequel of that book suck? Possibly not. Like, I don't think so. I think it's just different. Um, but I, I understand where people come from, right? Sometimes the author has just written the book as a one book, se as a one book series, uh, but then due to uh, the adoration from the from the readers has then it had to expand the series. And in that case, yes, I can definitely see where if they're writing the book later, they're not as immersed into the characters. But then again, if you pick up a sequel, I think it's on you to be okay with the fact that the characters may go in a direction that you don't feel comfortable with. And that's just something we all have to be okay with. Opinion number six, people who read some small light book or rupee core or YA lit aren't true readers. I'm going to keep my take on this very short and sweet. There is absolutely no need to police what people are reading. You can express your opinion about an author for sure, but there's no reason to judge someone based on what they're reading, especially if they're just starting to get into reading. People policing what others read or the kind of genre that they read really discourages others from reading or from, or even worse so discourages them from talking about it and learning about other books that they could be reading that are in the genre that you think they should be exploring instead. So stop policing the genre or the author that people are reading. Unless you genuinely think that they're being given misinformation, let them read what they want to read, right? Now, the seventh opinion is that you can stop reading a book halfway through the book or like 10% of the way through the book if you don't enjoy the book. I wish that I could stop reading a book midway. However, I can't. I just have so much FOMO that others know the ending or that the ending may be better than the part that I'm stuck on. And so I feel like I need to finish every book. So I'm just shrugging and I really wish I could stop reading a book. And so if there's people out there who can just shut a book like 10% in or 15% in and be like, I don't care anymore. How do you do it? Like, teach me your secrets. I would read so much better quality books if I could just stop doing that. Right. 
The next three opinions and the last three opinions for that matter are about the medium in which books are read. So let's start with the most obvious one. Physical books are more preferred and are more pure reading over Kindle. I agree. You know what? The smell and the feeling of holding a book is completely unparalleled, especially one like if it's a library book, right? Like the 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 smell of the pages just evolves over time. However, there's not enough space in my house for me to live and for me to read 30 books a year and keep them on my shelves. And even if I could like just keep borrowing library books, books add too much weight to my luggage that could otherwise be used to pack extra shoes or bags. So I really do wish that physical books didn't weigh anything and I could carry them around. And I really do wish that, but until that, until they weigh zero pounds, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to keep reading on a Kindle. There are certain books that I do buy physical copies of cookbooks, books that I really do enjoy that I feel like I want others to read and that I feel like I can like lend to others. I do buy in physical copies, but those are a very small fraction of all the books I do read. Right. Let's talk about the ninth opinion of the day. And that is that you shouldn't mark up or write on a book that you're reading. Now, unless you're borrowing a book from a friend or a library, just ignore this one. I genuinely don't understand why I can't mark up a book. It shows that I engaged with the book. It shows that I have thoughts about the book. Um, now, obviously, if I go lend that book to the next person, um, this does kind of, you know, potentially spoil things for them if they read my comments before they read the context or the passage that that comment is based on. But it also allows for them to understand how I what I thought about the book and how I engage with the book. And maybe it prompts us to have a conversation along those lines or along those questions afterwards. So why not? Um, there's a reason like Kindles and other ebook formats support making notes, right? You are able to save passages for later and understand like, oh, other people found this passage interesting as well. And it's just a way of diving deeper into the book. So I say, mark a book away, add your comments. Just don't do it if, you know, you borrowed it from a library or from a friend, because that's just, you know, defacing someone else's property and you shouldn't do that. Now, the last opinion that I'm going to voice off on is paperback versus hardcover. And you know what? I'm not even going to pretend. I have no coherent opinion here other than the fact that the weight of the book differs. So again, if you're packing, pack a paperweight, don't pick paperback, sorry, don't pack a hardcover book. But other than that, I have no opinion on the matter, but do let me know if you have a strong preference for one over the other. And with that, that's a wrap on 10 controversial opinions regarding reading and what I think about them. Let me know if you agree or if you disagree. And please also reach out if you have other controversial opinions that I didn't cover here. I really want to hear them all. And like, obviously, I want to express my opinion on them. And as always, you can leave feedback by reaching out to me personally or via podcast at nana.app. Stay safe, everyone. Get your COVID booster shot when it's approved where you are and get your flu shots and mask up and stay safe and see you soon. Bye.